Hey, I'm Sam Bass, the first officially licensed artist of NASCAR, and you're listening to The Bucky Burt Show. Than a second. Who will take the lion's share of $180,000? And I'm Peter Flaherty the third. Peter, it's so good to hear your voice. We haven't done a show in gosh, what seems like two or three weeks. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy, hasn't it? I yeah, know you've been crazy. I've been crazy. I know. We we've been we've both been so busy we have haven't really been able to talk to each other. No, we haven't, which will make our episode a little bit more of a catch up episode. Yeah, there you go. So um, the last on the last uh, podcast, uh, we had talked to you about uh, you know having your own little segment on Sirius XM Radio with you two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then they replayed it again, and uh, so so people uh, got to hear that if they didn't hear it the first time, seven times. But they played it seven times. Seven times. Cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> no check. <laughs> I wish. Too no, bad you no. couldn't like think of a song that like is our of our friendship that you could have said. Well, there's this friend of mine. We do a podcast yeah. together. You know that way you kind of plug it on on a huge platform. That's true. I could have. I think. Well, yeah. think about it. I have to think about it. How? Um, you know, I got to go through their 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 songs and see which song would fit. Or our friendship, you know what I'm saying? Off the top of your head, what song comes to mind? Uh, and, and once you say it, I won't know anything about this song. I can tell you that right now. Oh, man. I, I really couldn't tell you. It'd have to be something that is, uh, whenever we're together, it's a, a good time. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. look into it. I, I will have that for you the next show. How about that? All right. I'm holding it to you. Uh, <laughs> So those of you that that watched our Facebook Live back in February after the Daytona 500, we did the Death Nut Challenge. We did. And, uh, it's still up for people that want to see it. It's still getting hits and views. Probably uh, from me. <laughs> I watch it all the time. Uh, well, our good buddy... Uh, Keith, right? Yeah, Keith. Yeah, yeah Keith. <laughs> he tagged us both. Apparently, there's another yes death nut challenge, and I said not no, but hell no. 
not doing that shit again. That's for the show, though. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I oh. might be visiting uh, next month. Oh, you'll be down? Yeah, yeah, I'll be down. Uh, don't Sweet. know if I'm going to go to Disney yet, but uh, but I'll be down. I'll be too brutal. It'll be too hot to go to Disney. You're right about that. It's damn. It's getting hot today. I don't know about what it is up there, but it's it's scorching hot down here in Florida. It's in the 80s today. Yeah, I, I got very overheated in the gym today. The heat heat index is through the roof. Uh, well, we can figure something else out to do. Well, yeah, there's always things to do. There's we can always just. Uh, I don't know. We can just go to Disney Springs. Yeah, uh, Disney Springs is always fun. Yeah, I like Go to Chicken Guy, right? Oh, of course. We got to plug Chicken Guy, even though they don't plug us, but we're going to plug them because they have great food down there. The best chicken tenders you'll ever eat. Ever eat. And evidently, they're building one in Gatlinburg, which is Tennessee, which is a great spot for them to add one there. Great spot for them, yes. Yeah. uh, but yeah, the closest one is still in Disney Springs for me and for yep. you. Yep. And, and, and like I told you and Stephanie, um, I don't want them to build one close to my house. Because that would be a bad thing for you, It'll right? It would be a bad thing. Well, I mean, the I'll diet? be there all the time. And then, well, I'm not necessarily on a diet. Um, I can, I'm not necessarily, I'm not on a diet. Right. I am just training with a personal trainer. And how's that going? It's good. Uh, every I don't only I'm only training twice a week with the trainer. Uh, um, but on the days that I'm not training, I have this urge to want to work out. Really? But do I? No. No. <laughs> At least you're honest about it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't do it. Um, just because I mean, it's, my work schedule keeps changing. Like for this week. And yeah. last week, uh, I'm on the shuttle to meet the plane. So, like, my work day, my day starts at 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. So, you get yeah, home so, and tired. You don't want to do anything but probably just sleep and relax. Yeah. So, I just got home from the gym maybe uh, maybe 30, 40 minutes ago. Okay. And so, I'm like, I've been up since 1 a.m. I, I worked a good 10, 11 hours today. Yep was only home for 45 minutes went to the gym trained just got home and i am like dead to the- yeah the only right, reason well, i'm recording is because of our listeners they haven't had a, a yeah. podcast in a couple and we of apologize weeks. And we owe it to obviously you. yeah for that we we owe it to you guys we're gonna yeah we, i we miss try. doing it to be honest with you we got to get back to that habit of every wednesday recording a show just we just just because we got to do it yeah, and there's you know. been a lot that's happened that we have to talk about. Okay, we can. Yeah. Uh, well, before we go that, I got some good news for you, Bucky. I'm not sure if you're you're able to do it, but I just purchased uh, tickets for the 400 in August. Well, did you get me a ticket? I bought four tickets, so I have two two extra tickets, and. Um, well, I mean, you don't even have to ask me. I was already planning on going anyway. All righty. Well, then it's it's only 105 bucks. That's it. All right, Venmo's so on the way soon. All right, but yeah, I it's you know what's so awesome. NASCAR. Um, Riley from NASCAR called me today out of the blue and wanted to wear first. 
he wanted to make sure that everything was going good, that I enjoyed the Daytona 500, and I enjoyed the 400 last year and the road course because he noticed we went. And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I'm here to offer you, um, you know, a better deal, um, pretty much the same seats. Um, for uh, I can lock you in at 105, 105 per ticket. And I'm like, well, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> right. Well, where how, now they say now you said seats similar. Does so, this mean we're going down, going listen, up, staying on the listen. same level? Oh, I'm listening. Riley, Riley hooked us up. We are further. We're seven sections over to toward start finish line. Row forty, top row, Shut section four seventy seven. So we are literally at of the uh, pit road. Perfect. That's where I want to be. We are well, Riley and NASCAR. Thank you. Shout out. You hooked us up big time. So we are. We have got. We've got tickets already done. Already paid for. Done. August well, we gotta 28th. get this Riley on the show to sell tickets. <laughs> For real, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because I'll be honest, like Darlington is my home track, and like, how cool is it to say that one of the most iconic race tracks in all of NASCAR is is your home track, right? That is, I that love is it. cool. But but Daytona is probably my favorite track, and it's, it's my definitely home track. in my top five. It's definitely in my top five. But it's, it's, but like the, here's the thing, the Daytona 500 weekend to me is the best event of the year for me. For me as it's, I 100% agree, Bucky. It is literally my favorite day of the year, every year. I agree. And I don't say that just because of the racing and it's the Daytona 500. I mean, it is that too. But the main reason why it's my favorite weekend of the year or week of the year is because I get to be with my friends. Yep. My true racing friends. Yep. And and we have such a good time. <laughs> I don't, can't tell you. Every time it seems like we we outdo the other. Like it's never. Yeah. There hasn't been a bad time yet. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see Cole Custer's only fan, <laughs> uh, you now know where we're gonna be for the uh, the next Daytona race in August. <laughs> You know, it's funny because when Riley asked me, because he, he has to put in the um, in the uh, in the in the file every time you buy a ticket, I guess they ask who's your driver. <laughs> and I said, right. Cole Custer. And he goes, wow, that's a first. <laughs> 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 so he had a he had to get the he had to wipe off the dust for that. It, it actually utilize it. So. <laughs> He goes, I don't get that too much. He goes, oh, that's good. I said, that's fine. You didn't tell him your nickname from us? I did. I said, I'm the only, I am literally the only Cole Custer fan. So when you think of Cole Custer, just think of Peter from our, from Kissimmee, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I love that reaction. No, it's funny. He goes, no, as long as you're not a Kyle Busch fan, you're good with me. (laughs) (laughs) So. Now we like Kyle Busch. I don't mind. I don't mind him. I like, like just like his brother, we've had this conversation before where I couldn't stand his brother. And then oh, I couldn't I, stand him when he was at Roush. Oh, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind either Bushes actually much as I used to. As long so, as it's trend. That's right. So, he's a great driver. Can't take that away from him. He's a two-time champ. Yes, and uh, both of the Bushes are great drivers. And 
and I'm just glad that we have them in NASCAR. I am so, glad. But yeah, so all right, so we got our tickets for the day, for the next Daytona race. Yes, sir. Uh, Sirius XM uh, uh, YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, played your show seven times. Seven times, yes, sir. For you know, with millions of listeners <laughs> all over the world. All yep. over the world. Yeah. What do they call YouTube fans? Like, like, because Boris says racing the Xfinity race this weekend, and his fans are are called said heads. So, what do they think, call YouTube fans? They don't really. They're just YouTube fans. They don't have. They're not like most bands where they try to, you know, they sell out and they. Uh, so it's not like a cult fan. You're not gonna see like merch. They're not into merchandise. They don't really. You don't see a lot of YouTube. How are they shirts. not in merchandise? They got fucking shoes. Well, that, <laughs> those are, yeah. That was a custom shoe. I think that Stephanie took put put together for me. I don't know. Oh how shit! I thought that. that was a real YouTube shoe. No, I think I don't know if there's some a fan did that and she bought it from. I don't know. I had to ask her. Maybe she got it from Etsy or because they're not, not a main thing. They don't. They don't sell out. They don't really. You don't hear a lot of commercials from their songs. You don't see a lot of movies with their songs. They they really. Like they don't want to be sellouts, I guess what they want to say. They, they they like to, you know. If someone plays their music, are they going to go after them? Yes, I think so. They are. They have a real strong legal team. That quick story on that. You know, I collect like those Funko action figures. You know, the uh, the yes. Funko part. You know. Yeah, and, they, and Willie Nelson, rest in peace. Oh my God. Um, Oh, by and, the way, and you, I you forget, have to explain what I mean by that. I don't want people to think that Willie Nelson has passed away. No, uh, because my, he hasn't. My dog, Willie, felt my Funko Willie Nelson fell off the, the shelf morning, and evidently my dog Ripley uh, was not a fan of Willie Nelson, so he he literally lost his legs. Maybe um, maybe Ripley was high. Maybe could be. Maybe she got high from eating him. <laughs> But, but before I forget, Bucky, um, that my you know the comic shop by my house, they're selling all those NASCARs for the the Funko guys for five bucks a piece. Oh, get them, get them, get them! Yeah. So I, next time I go in there, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up, and then because you have what Bubba and who that's all have? I have is Bubba. I want the Jeff Gordon one. I'd I'd like to ca- collect all of the NASCAR right because I don't really care about all of the other stuff like what you have. Although you have a Sweet collection. Yeah. Four. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. Um, but what was I saying prior to that about um, YouTube? Like thought? you got a story with YouTube's. Oh, team. so yeah. this guy that does custom pops that literally buys pops and then he does custom pops. He mm-hmm. did. He did. A, he did YouTube. Um, Funkos, like he created the band, the four members, and he received in the mail uh, or email. He received the uh, was cease and disorder, whatever it's called. Yeah, cease and desist. Yeah, cease and he got one of those from U2's um, corporate, stating that he is not to sell any without approval from you too and all this stuff so meanless to say he does not make you two pops <laughs> well so in other words they know about it they don't approve so they don't approve because I guess they don't want their um you know I don't know not tarnish 
want their image out there like most bands do. Hmm. No. I'm going to have to get a legal team for the Bucky Burke show. Yeah, we'll have to get that together. Can't have yeah. that. No. So, Although I would probably welcome uh, a Funko of Bucky. <laughs> Our website's out there, though, that there's these custom people that make um, likenesses of yourself. And it's crazy how they turn out looking just like, you know, you. It's, it's really cool how they do it probably cost an arm and a leg because yeah I, they really they really from like 40 to up to 80 bucks a, a, a pop and it's now like, that i wouldn't mind buying that i wouldn't mind paying that and, yeah and, it's it's a good little christmas or, or or father's day or or even a birthday gift it really is a cool looking thing you can put on the shelf you know yeah yeah because so <laughs> like i do the i racing and and i want to race and i wanted to get a replica uh, like scale 124 or uh, you know what, what's like a collectible like a die cast of right. my race winning car right and so I hit up someone that makes them and guess how much they told me it would be 120 $1400 what yeah fuck that and then I found an <laughs> right and then I found another guy that does them and he said anywhere between like 350 to 500. I said, look, ain't even worth it. I can get t-shirts made for free. Yeah. Like stop already with that. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, all right. So on the show, I don't know who, I don't know what interviews we have left uh, today. I haven't looked Peter, but, okay. but there may or may not be interviews at the end of this uh, episode today. All right. Um, so th- those of you that look forward to those, I can't tell you yes or no just yet if we're going to have anything on the show. It depends on how much time I have uh, to get that on. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about some breaking news, which you've probably already heard. If you're living under a rock, then you haven't. Regarding <laughs> Brad Keselowski. Yep. Uh, and some news that came out literally like two hours ago out of the state of North Carolina, where the governor, Roy Cooper, uh, I guess he's trying to save face and get reelected. Right. Uh, but he's proposed money to racetracks from American Rescue Plan. Um. And, and basically it's, well, we'll go into it, but basically there's a couple of racetracks that are in the talks of, of getting large sums of money. And I mean, millions. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. And th- there is some Roush Fenway racing news that came out and it might, and it's not about Brad Keselowski. Okay. There's some other news. And then we are going to look forward to CODA circuit of the Americas this week where it's a brand new racetrack for all three series. Can't wait. And Yep. And we are going to give our power rankings. That's right. Yep. Power rankings after Dover. And you're going to be surprised at who's in the number one spot on my list of the power rankings. I'm sure I'm the same here. All right. Well, we'll get into that after this break. You're listening to The Bucky Burke Show. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to get your hands on some real race used memorabilia? Then the Racing Warehouse is the place for you. The Racing Warehouse works with professional teams like Hendrick Motorsports, Richard Childress Racing, and others. 
They get their race used items like bumpers, quarter panels, nameplates, fire suits, and more, and list them on their website for you to buy. They also have social media pages that feature live auctions, broadcasts, and special deals. With 10 plus years in the business, be sure to use the Racing Warehouse to get your piece of racing history today. All right, welcome back to the Bucky Birch Show. Uh, racing Warehouse, uh, where you definitely want to go to. All right, we got to start this over again. Hang on. Two thirty, okay. Two thirty. Okay. God, I fucked that one up. I'm just not even gonna say anything about it. Okay. All right, we're gonna go at three. Get you laughing out of the way. Okay. Welcome back to the Bucky Birch Show. So yesterday, uh, Jim Utter, who I despise, um, broke a story that a lot of people in the NASCAR media kind of already knew, but weren't ready to report, apparently. Right. Uh, Well, Jim Utter came out and, and basically wrote an article saying that Brad Keselowski has been offered to become the uh, the next NASCAR Cup Series driver with an ownership interest in the sport with Roush Fenway Racing. Right. And it would then, the the team would be called RFK, Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing. Uh, Multiple sources with knowledge of the deal have confirmed. Um, So basically that would put Keselowski in the number six Ford. But it, rem- it remains unclear at how much ownership percentage you would have in the renamed team. Um, however, Keselowski would be expected to play a large role in the competition side of the organization. And it's also unclear if Ryan Newman will move to a third team at Roush or leave the organization. Now, that was the original post. Okay. And then last night, our good buddy, Bob Pachris, uh added a little more insight to this and with his sources it's pretty much a done deal and and uh and so this was the report last night from bob pockris says brad keselowski driving and having an ownership stake in roush fenway racing appears to be a done deal according to multiple industry sources with knowledge to the situation In addition to sources indicating the deal is done, there are a couple of signs that indicate Keselowski will leave Penske at the end of the season and head to Roush Fenway. The general manager of his former truck series team, Jeremy Thompson, is already working out of the Roush Fenway racing shop, according to sources. And Keselowski was initially scheduled to do the next-gen tire test for Team Penske two weeks ago at Texas, but then was replaced by Ryan Blaney. Hmm. That was the update last night. And then today, when Roush Fender Racing had a news conference announcing other news that we're going to get to next, um, asked about the rumors of a deal with Brad Keselowski on Wednesday during a Roush Fender Racing sponsorship announcement with Fastenal. Team President Steve Newmark said, we're going to keep the focus on Fastenal and our partnership 
then I will attempt to deflect politely any questions around any of these or any of those rumors at this time. So we know that with Brad Keselowski's contract at Team Penske, he can't publicly announce any deals until like September. Okay. Now, the sources are saying that it's already a done deal. What we don't know is how much of an ownership, if he's going to have an ownership, uh, because Jordan Bianchi on Sirius XM radio today with Daniel Trotta uh, said that he's also heard that this has been offered without ownership stake. So we don't know if it's going to be an ownership stake or is he just going to go to drive with a pretty penny? you know, with a pretty paycheck. I, However, I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards ownership stake just for the simple fact that Jeremy Thompson, who was his general manager of his truck team, is already at Roush Fenway Racing. And what's interesting about that bit of news is Jeremy Thompson was not living in North Carolina up until recently. Okay. He and his family just moved. Uh, to North Carolina. So that to me, pretty much, it looks like it's a done deal. Now, the question I have, mm-hmm. and, and no one is really saying anything, LeBron James has a piece of this too. Remember, he bought interest, he bought into... Well, uh, to the Fenway group. Which is part of... But, but we don't know, no one's really said like what involvement that is with the racing side of things. Someone needs I, to ask I don't know, that is question. Is he a financial partner? Or, well, I mean, like, what's what's the deal? Like, we don't even know how much of a stake he even has with the Fenway Group. And I the mean, Fenway Group owns other entities as well. Right. Like soccer and then, uh, you know, the Red Sox and stuff like that. iRacing, too. Doesn't he still own that? Uh, yes, I believe uh, they do own iRacing. Right. So... That's a good Bob question to ask him. What is LeBron's James's interest in Roush Fenway? See what he says because I'm well, sure he would know something. I'm sure he, if anybody can get to it, Bob can. Yeah. Now, a question I posed on Twitter today, I didn't get any responses because I was asking uh, Pete Pistoni and, and Brad Gilley, who was hosting the morning drive today. I they were talking about. You know, what does Brad Keselowski bring to Roush Fenway racing? Uh, you know, because obviously he's going, he would be going from one of the top teams in NASCAR to a team that is just not there yet. They used to be, they know what it's like. They're just not back, you know? I mean, um, and, and so my question was, you know, they're, they're all talking about Brad this, Brad that, and I completely agree with them. But Matt Kenseth came back to Roush Fenway for a season or however long it was. Yep. Uh, to to um, to kind of figure out where this team is and what he can do to get things turned around. And quite frankly, you know, Matt Kenseth really didn't have an answer, and I didn't really see much of a change. Well, Matt Kenseth is a champion of the sport. Yep. He's won a lot of races. He's well-respected. 
He's most likely going to go into the Hall of Fame someday. Oh, first ballot, he better. So, so how, what makes the Brad Keselowski deal any different? Here are here are some things that are different that I see right off the bat. Brad Keselowski does have uh, experience of owning a race team. He owned a truck team. Yes. He's smart. He's a smart business guy. Yep. He's a great ambassador for the sport. And Matt Kenseth was as well. Uh, but I think when it comes to a record, I think Keselowski's record probably speaks a little bit louder than Matt Kenseth's does. Kenseth has a couple of, you know, black eyes, if you will, uh, carried on to his name. But a well-respected driver, a champion of the sport, multi-race winner, yep. rookie of the year. Uh, so what? What I'm going to pose that question to you. What do you think Brad Keselowski offers Roush Fenway that maybe Matt Kenseth didn't offer? I, I think Brad will bring sponsorship more than Matt would. Don't you agree? Well, he, well he's struggling to get sponsors at Penske. Well, doesn't he have um, discount tire? Isn't that like one hundred percent committed with him? Like he could, they could go around with him because he's they've been with him forever. Even with his truck team, wasn't they sponsoring him with that forever? Discount. They were, and they even sponsored uh, Brian Kozlowski in the Daytona five hundred because he didn't have a sponsor when he made the race. I think, I think Brad is also looking towards the future, where when he's not driving, he's he's finding a team that he can invest in that he can definitely be successful with. Oh, I totally agree with that. But I'm not gonna want to say this too, Bucky. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm on the impression that Fenway's on the way up, especially the way Chris Busher has run this year. And Ryan Newman. Yeah, I mean, but Busher right now is in the chase right now. He's in the playoffs. If you look at the standings right now, he's 16th. He's in there. So he's in the playoffs. Obviously, if someone wins, he's the first one to knock out. But he's had some runs, especially at Homestead. Like, he had the car that at one point was the best car on the track. Mm-hmm. So they have um, – But have, see, but see what I'm getting at is, is Penske is a top-five team. Correct. They can win in any given day. I agree. Ralph Fenway is a top 15 team, top 20 team on a bad day, right? Yep. Like, both of their cars finished in the top 10 at Darlington, and they were patting each other on the back as if they won the race. I mean, there's there's just there's two distinct differences between the organizations. No, so, I agree. I mean, I, but here's the thing. Does Brad Keselowski want to win? Or does Brad Keselowski want to shape his future? And and I'm going to tell you what. Brad is probably the most analytical. Like, he is so smart. And, and he has, he has planned for this moment with everything he's done. He wasn't making enough money to keep his truck team open. So he closed it and started his own business that can supplement his family and potentially owning a race team later. And from what I understand is, is that business is booming for him. That's good. But Brad Keselowski deserves every penny he wants. In my opinion, he's earned it. Yep. I agree. And I know he's asking for a really large paycheck 
And I just don't think Penske wants to pay him. And, I, and, and I'll give you, can I go a step further than that? Okay, let's go a step further. I'll, I'll even go further than that. I don't think he wants to be there anymore because of what happened with him and Joey. I don't think they patched it up. I think there's still issues there. Well, I think it's there's issues more than just the Joey deal. Um, I mean, Brad's been very vocal within the last year, and and I don't think he was too pleased with with a just a one year contract when Joey and and Ryan are getting multi year deals. Correct, that could be it. And 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 he deserves a lifetime contract, in my opinion. I agree. So. Well, we won't know. I mean, they say it's a done deal, but we won't know until they make the announcement. And that's how I've always been with things. Um, I, I I didn't post the story by Jim Utter. Uh, I sent it to you privately. I didn't post it on our Facebook page uh, just for the simple fact that, um, well, Jim Utter has never been my source for anything. Right. Um, I just I've never liked the guy and and I don't mind letting people know that I'm surprised I'm not even I'm not blocked yet on Twitter by him. Uh, I mean, I don't follow him, but I find I think he's a disgusting human being, uh, especially with what he said about Alex Bowman. Um, but in, anyway, I, I just I don't respect Jim Mutter and he's usually been right about a lot of things. Uh, but but. To me, he's the type of guy that has to be first. Always. And and I just, I respect Bob Pockress a lot. And so that's where I get my information from. So, um, so anyway. And, yeah, Bob and J-Ski for me. Yeah, well, and I, and I know that the guys over at J-Ski, they've, we've, uh, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've been very cordial with each other uh, since I've been in the whole uh, industry since 2012. Um, I mean, not I'm not in it anymore, obviously. Right. But but those are those are those are good people over at Jayski uh, as well. Yes. But, but yes. Yeah, so, I mean, if you want anything that's here's the thing. It's either fact or it's rumor. And and I don't know. Bob's just my go to guy and Jayski's as well. At least yeah. at least they tell you if it's, you know, concrete or not. Exactly. All right, so other Roush Fenway racing news, uh, Fastenal has renewed its its relationship, its partnership with with uh, Roush Fenway and the number seventeen Ford Mustang driven by Chris Busher. Sweet, they've been together for more than a decade, and they are gonna stay together even longer. So it's that's good, good news. It, good it's for through twenty twenty four. This contract is through twenty twenty four, so that's good news for that team and Chris Busher. Yes. Good job. All right. So I mentioned uh, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. Um, he and state officials discussed their plans today for allocating federal funds from President Biden's one point nine trillion American rescue plan Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Now, I do have to say this. <laughs> There's a lot of NASCAR fans, and I'm not calling any of you out. Some of them, though. But there's a lot of NASCAR fans that have been very vocal at being anti-Biden. Right. But I bet you damn dollar they'll be accepting this money. (laughs) I bet you ass, too. Anyway, 
<laughs> Anyways, the <laughs> the funds are expected to go to schools, healthcare, and other institutions affected by the pandemic. And yep. here's how the plans for some of it will be spent. And some of those people that don't like Biden will receive <laughs> some of this money. Uh, 1.2 billion to broadband access to help close the gap for those struggling to find work. Okay, I think there's a lot of people that are just not even looking for work, honestly. Yeah, uh, my wife is one of them. Why she's making more money in unemployment until Florida gets rid of it? Why should she get off of it? <laughs> I'll be I'll fall in that category. I'm not, to I'll, stimulate the economy, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, she is stimulated. She is buying stuff with the stimulant money she's getting. So it's not like we, I just bought Daytona tickets. So it's <laughs> still stimulating the economy. What do you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> Five hundred and seventy-five million to affordable housing. Okay. Eight hundred million to water and wastewater investments. Okay. Three hundred and fifty million to scholarships and financial aid. Okay. Three hundred and fifty million to the industries hit the hardest by the coronavirus pandemic. Three hundred million to public education. Okay. Hold on a damn minute. I know. Go ahead. Yeah. Eight hundred thing- million to water and wastewater investments, but only three hundred million to public education? Something wrong there. I agree, but anyway, next. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty million to low income families dealing with financial hardship. Okay. Forty five million to tourism, motorsports, and outdoor events, including ten million to Charlotte Motor Speedway. Okay. Ten million to North Wilkesboro Speedway. Ooh. And I also heard on Dave Moody, <laughs> who I also can't stand. All right, what uh, about him? He he had mentioned ten million to Rockingham Speedway. Really? But that's not listed here. Okay. Um. So Treasury officials said the funds should not be used by state and local governments to cut taxes, pay down debt, or bolster revenue, or excuse me, or bolster reserve funds. Um, so there's $10 million for North Wilkesboro Speedway. Now, that is not... All right, let me... Let me here's the tweet from, from Brett Baldeck from Fox 46. Okay. His tweet says, Governor Cooper has announced $30 million of American Rescue Plan money will go towards infrastructure repairs at Rockingham Speedway, North Wilkesboro Speedway, and Charlotte Motors Speedway. Breakdown looks like each gets $10 million. Okay. All right. So $10 million is a lot of money. It is. But $10 million for infrastructure repairs at North Wilkesboro Speedway is not a lot of money. It's a start, but it's not a lot of money. It's definitely something to get the ball moving, though. Now, the people at Charlotte Motor Speedway, SMI, 
if I'm not mistaken, I believe they own the property at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Okay. So I'm wondering, could they legally put the two 10 millions together to make 20 million and put it towards North Wilkesboro Speedway? Right. Because then the rumor is they wanted to make that a dirt track there. I don't know what they want to do with it. However, that's not going to happen. No. That $10 million is going to be well spent at Charlotte Motor Speedway. You're going to get more bang for your buck at Charlotte Motor Speedway than you will at, at say, you know, Rockingham or North Wilkesboro. I mean, Rockingham, like, because Charlotte Motor Speedway is operational. Rockingham Speedway is close to being operational. And North Wilkesboro is nowhere near being operational. Okay. Sorry, the cat's playing with the damn ball. <laughs> Try to get a stop. It's okay. If All it right. ain't the dogs, the birds, it's the cat. <laughs> so, but that's now Bob Pockris tweets. Okay. Details of the North Carolina governor proposed budget of grants to help motorsports facilities, including Rockingham and North Wilkesboro. It will help and could spark interest for investors needed to renovate the tracks to hold major NASCAR races. Now, the money would have to be approved by the North Carolina State Legislature. So here's the thing. It is only proposed. Wow. So we don't know yet if it will be approved. It's only a proposal. So that's the key word, ladies and gentlemen. Okay proposes all right well hopefully uh we can get this to go through that'd be cool to see more to come i love rocky rockingham was a great track i think that was um i think it was ever win was at rockingham so uh, i was sad to see that place close now with this uh brad keselowski news yep <laughs> there, there's another piece to the puzzle. Okay, what do we got? His name is Matt De Benedetto. All right, what about Matty D? So, we know that Matty D lost his ride at Wood Brothers for incoming rookie Austin Sendrick. Correct. Who's running this weekend? Correct. In a Pens- in a fourth Penske car. Right. So. With the news of a possible move for Brad Keselowski to Roush Fenway, it opens up the two car. So if that's the case, I would expect the Austin Cendrick deal to move over to just Team Penske and not even go to Wood Brothers. So that would leave Matty D probably in the number 21 Wood Brothers Racing Ford uh, after this season. All now, right. Now, we don't know that. It hasn't been announced. We don't know anything yet. But if I'm Matt Benedetto, I think I slept a little bit better last night. I, I think I'm with you. I feel you the same way. And, and you know, Roger Penske, he likes Matt. And he has the option, you know, after this season to keep Matt or to let, cut him loose. But he has that option. And... I just have a feeling that there's been plans to keep Matty D around much longer. And I'm going to tell you what, 
the the twenty one deal with Matt with Matty D, I think, is the perfect deal for him. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to see him in the two, but we know that's not going to happen. I mean, it could, but we just don't know. I think Matty D's done everything to deserve a top notch ride. I think he's proven that he can get the job done. He's come very close to winning. He hasn't won yet. That's the only position he hasn't finished in. Is first. But uh, if I'm Matty D, I'm a little more optimistic about my future. Okay. Well, I I think it's a I think it's a safe to say that he should sleep better at night. Um, it's funny that silly season starting a little early this year, which is good. Oh, I love it. Yep. Gives us stuff to talk about. Yeah. But. Well, all right. Well, that's, so that's all the news we got, right? Well, let's take a quick break, and when okay. we come back, we're going to go over our power rankings. Okay, that'll work. All right, you're listening to The Bucky Burke Show. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to get your hands on some real race-used memorabilia? Then the Racing Warehouse is the place for you. The Racing Warehouse works with professional teams like Hendrick Motorsports, Richard Childress Racing, and others. They get their race-used items like bumpers, quarter panels, nameplates, fire suits, and more, and list them on their website for you to buy. They also have social media pages that feature live auctions, broadcasts, and special deals. With 10-plus years in the business, be sure to use the Racing Warehouse to get your piece of racing history today. Everybody, a bucky bird, a bucky bird. All right, welcome back to the Bucky Burt Show for the final segment of today's podcast. Uh, we have power rankings after Dover. Um, I guess I'll go first, Peter. All right. Well, why don't we do, why don't you do 10, then I do 10, then you do 9, then I do 9. How about All right, do that? Yeah, we can do that. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah let's do that. All right, so I'm going to give my drivers that are just outside first. Okay. All right, so th- these are the three drivers that are just outside looking in. Brad Keselowski, okay. Tyler Reddick, and Austin Dillon. Okay, that's that's two out of the three is also uh, outside right. looking in for me. All right, well, who are your outside looking in? 
I had Reddick, I had Kyle Busch, and I had um, Austin Dillon. All right. So my number 10 is going to be Kyle Busch. Okay. See, my number 10 is Brad Kozlowski. Okay. My number nine is Kevin Harvick. Oh, wow. My number nine is Joey Logano. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> my number eight. My number eight is the champ, Chase Elliott. Oh, my number eight is Ryan Blaney. Ouch. I know. Penske is struggling right now in my ranking. <laughs> my number seven is Dover winner, Alex Bowman. My number seven is champion Chase Elliott. Okay. My number six is Ryan Blaney. Uh, my number six is Kevin Harvick. All right. My number five is Joey Logano. Wow. Yours is up higher, huh? Yeah. Five for me is Kyle Larson. Okay. My number four is Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> my number four is two-time is Alex Bowman. Nice. All right. My number three is Kyle Larson. Wow. Okay. Number three for me is still Danny Hamlin. My number two is Denny Hamlin. Oh, my number two is Martin Truex. And my number Blah. one is William Byron. My number one is William Byron. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just have to let everybody know that we t- we did not know what each other uh, put as their power rankings. This is the first we've, we've heard. That's true. And we do that on purpose just to see where our heads are. And we're along the lines of, of a little bit. I'm, I've got Penske a little bit ahead with the exception of Brad. Right. Uh, I've, I've got Joey up there because, uh, you know, they fought back for a top five finish. And I got got Ryan a little up further than you because Ryan's just consistent, you know. And, and William Byron, I mean, he's making a charge. He is the most consistent driver outside of Denny Hamlin. And I think the reason why I have Willie B up there is for the last couple of weeks, he's had better runs than Denny. And he's been in opportunities to win. And he has won a race where Denny has not. So Correct. So that is why I have Willie B as my number one. Yeah, he's just, that car is beautiful to look at, number one. So kudos to them designing that car the way it Oh, looks. I like it too. However, I would prefer where the car is black there to yeah. be that sparkle blue that was on Jeff Gordon's rainbow car. That would be sweet too. That would be nice. Okay, so, so that's that. But other than that, no, I, I agree. I think well. William Byron is definitely the hottest driver right now in the sport. Yes, he is. And, and uh, I think I think Aaron Blaney would think so as well. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's good for the sport. We got a young kid there that um was struggling the last couple of years, and I think he finally found his niche, and um, he's only going to get better. And and I got to apologize for how I felt about um Alex Bowman. He's definitely proved to me that he deserves that Jimmy Johnson ride. Damn straight he does. Yeah, he does. I um yeah, that win he pulled out Sunday um was was good to see. It really and was. That pit crew the best pit stop of the year of any of any team. And I was kudos to Dover. I didn't think it was that I, I saw some of the race and it didn't look like it was a it was a snooze fest, so I'm glad it's only one time a year, but it, it seemed like it was still a 
a decent race there. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I didn't get to watch much of the race because I broke my key in my lock. Right. When I left to go grab lunch. Okay. So I, I was technically homeless for a couple hours. <laughs> okay. I, I spent 300 damn dollars. No, actually, it was like $370 uh, to get the locksmith to come out and replace the lock. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that was an expensive lunch for Bucky on Sunday. I, I, I only got to see like the last uh, 160 laps. I, uh, I, I have fate on, at work, I'm in front of a computer, and all I can do is do the, um, the, the live scoring. Scoring. Mm-hmm. And I was just watching Cole go from 18th to 10th in the last uh, 20 laps. He definitely had one of the best cars on the track. And I think if there were more laps, he definitely would have made it probably into the top five. Well, I mean, nobody had anything for those Hendrick cars. One, two, three, four, finish. The first in the organization, which is hard to believe. And kudos to uh, Suarez, too. That team is really putting stuff together. And Bubba. Yeah, Bubba. Yeah, got Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, poor Bubba could have had his first top 10 this year, but my guy had to spoil that. Yeah. Cast All right, real quick, uh, so we can wrap this show up. Who's your pick to win Coda this weekend? Oh, boy. You're going to put me on the spot, huh? Um, yeah. It's going to be a um, – I think we're going to have to get Chase Elliott in victory lane. Okay. So this one's tough, Okay. Uh, because we don't really know what to expect. And I'm going to (laughs) say, this is hard. Gosh, uh, I've been wrestling with this. Yeah. I'm going to say Kyle Larson wins. Okay. And, And I may change my mind. I'll let you know if I do. But I will say this. I would not be surprised if an Austin Sendrick or Kyle Busch or even a Chase Briscoe sneak out a win this weekend. All right. Well, that's a good pick. I think uh, I think the safe pick is Chase Elliott because he has done so much in the road courses and so on. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a good race. And I'm looking forward to it. Possibility of rain. And uh, the race can be watched on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. That's May 23rd on FS1. PRN and SiriusXM have the radio coverage. Stage 1 will be, uh, stages will be 15 laps, 32 laps for Stage 2, and 68 laps to finish the race with a total of 231 miles. Practice will be Saturday at 10.05 to 10.55 a.m. Eastern Time, and that'll be on FS2. Qualifying will be Sunday at 10.35 a.m. on FS1. So I'm looking forward to the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas this weekend. Peter has Chase Elliott, and I'm going with Kyle Larson. That's going to do it for this episode of the Bucky Burt Show. And we'll catch you on the next one. Later. Later, later. That's going to do it for this episode of The Bucky Burt Show. We hope you enjoyed it. You can listen to The Bucky Burt Show on all major podcasting platforms, Spotify, 
Apple, all of them. Just search The Bucky Burt Show. We hope you enjoyed it. See you on the next one.